I hate it so much. Truman thinks something's out there. There's like squirrels running, you guys. There's none. We interrupt this program for a special news bullet. And now, Indy City Football Live! It's a It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Oh, that's good. Indy City Football Live. Brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Answering life's most important question. Have you ever seen anybody play the game called soccer? Cole and Shelby Street, Jason Chisholm, and Carrie Birch are the Potsquad. Indy City Football Live. This is a special Halloween edition. Gotcha. Indy City Football Live. <laughs> Carrie, what is Indy City Football? For everyone who's listening who has no idea why they're listening to this. Indy City Football is a neighborhood-based soccer league for adults with a good citizenship twist. 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 In addition to earning points for wins and draws. <laughs> My mouth is full of cookie. <laughs> Teams can also earn points by eating cookies just kidding <laughs> uh volunteering in their community using responsible transit to the games and um by attending after parties at our generous well, sponsors you can get points for drinking beer you sure can at our generous sponsors for your after beers parties for kids. beers for kids for goals um yeah it's a podcast about uh that so here we are saying he's gonna pull the hay out of no i i didn't i thought it was like i thought it was like you on your sleeve it was like attached to about, me about yanked it's like it. in it's the clearly pigtail. attached yeah she yeah that's why i didn't yank she it. braided <laughs> it in shelby is an adorable scarecrow cutest thing i've ever seen Preg- I, a pregnant scarecrow that's really scary so this is also my backup costume uh my go-to was going to be just a onesie that i have of finn from adventure time Cole has like a jake one and i put it on and my belly does not fit in it at all like it the zipper it's not cute I have my red panda onesie, but it's in the car because I'm too hot to put it on right now. It's <laughs> fair. I know. I didn't have one. I've been stuck in FFA all week, so that was fun. The future farmers of America. Uh-huh. Maybe we can get a recap on that later. Eh. Maybe not. Um, what, farming. It's so, in the future. So what we do need to talk about is there is no soccer going on. There is no league <laughs> going on. No soccer for us. No, for, for us. No, no. At don't all? worry. If, if you're listening to this and you usually play in the league, you're not missing any on-field action <laughs> right now. It's but, the championship today. But, but there are teams playing together right now. There are. Uh, who are some of those teams? Broad Ripple is playing on the same team as Old North and Sporting Red River. Ooh. The three of them are playing together. They're trying to run the table next year on you guys. I don't know what league or if there's anyone from our universe on it, but Chopay is playing currently in at least one league. I think he's playing he's, in many. He's wearing an yeah, <clears throat> he's wearing an orange shirt. I saw that on Twitter. Chopay, congratulations uh yesterday or today. Today's Monday. Today, um Chopay was sworn in as an attorney in Indiana. Whoa. Yeah. That's the bar That's and he's awesome. in. Yeah, good job, buddy. Great job. Is he still streaming? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You can follow him on Twitch. Do you remember what his name was so he can actually plug that or no. listen to past episodes <laughs> to I think figure it's out M. His... Ladipo. Okay. The big sporting news right now that's not that that rocked the world last time we talked was a fishing scandal. You guys. We got weights and fish. There we go. Oh, 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 
I don't know if you've been keeping up to this, but on NPR's website today, I was able to get some news, a latest update on the fishing scandal of the two men who were weighing. They got caught putting weights in their fish. We got weights in fish! There we go! They are facing several charges. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Literally, like, legal charges? Yes, they are in court. Things. Grand theft is one of them. They're stealing money. They're stealing money. It's grand grand theft, all this other stuff. Um, They have, as you know, accrued, they say, over $300,000 or in the neighborhood of $300,000. Three hundred thousand dollars of prize money money in the last two years, and they were actually poised to win Team of the Year this year. Um, What's even crazier, since it's not pulling up, and I can't give you the exact charges, is that one of them recently, prior to the big event, um, failed a lie detector test before the event. And I learned that that is standard protocol. Is to I'm get. I'm sorry, they do they lie do detector lie tests, tests before fishing tournaments. They do. Um, so one of them had previously failed a test, but basically they're facing a ton of charges, including grand theft. They have both pled non non guilty, not guilty. Speaking of the law, um, and it is still an ongoing story. But the big thing I wanted to tell you guys is that they have to take lie detector tests as protocol before fishing championships. We're not expecting What yeah. kind of questions are on this? Pure speculation. Don't look anything up. You guys, if you were Don't a forget, doctor for this. Yes or no questions only because it's a lie detector test. Have you ever put, have you ever cheated the weight of your fish? Cole, that's like not fun. Shelby wanted speculative questions. That is speculative. Have um, you slept I'm with a- anyone else who's currently competing in this contest? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite type of fish? Is it halibut? Is shallow water the best place to catch bluegill? Mm. What do you know about anal beads and poker? <laughs> question. Now chess. That's not a yes yeah, or no the, question. <laughs> now I, I have heard the, and chess. the chess and the poker allegations have also taken a weird turn too. That was so. disproven. The poker was dis- no, yeah. no the poker was disproven, but the, the chess chess they're still doing they're doing metal detectors of everyone's bodies before they go into the rooms now. And didn't the guy say he'd play naked next time? Tell him to oh. whip it out. I don't think he's going to win. I don't think the people want that. I, I think don't... he should have to, like, he should be cavity searched. But even if you play naked, it could no. still be in your ass. That's the point. That's why I want a cavity search. I mean, I don't want to do it. <laughs> they, I demand they did, one. They did metal detectors on the butts. Yeah, but how much metal, I don't know this, is actually in anal beads? Well, it's got a motor. How much metal can if it's, metal if it's detector got a motor? Detect if a metal detector could detect metal, <laughs> it's got a. If, if it vibrates, it's got a. It's got a motor in it. I know. So the motor's gonna have to be metal. Now, who's the? Shouldn't they be looking for the person in the audience who's controlling? Like, wouldn't it be but easier just could to be put those two people anywhere. in a room by themselves? You could probably do it even more remote. I don't know the technology, but it seems like you could be somewhere else. Like, but you'd have to be close just to be getting that live information. Like, if you're watching at home, there's gonna be. What like a ten second delay? Yeah, you can put. You're it, not going to be able to like. Yeah. Give your guy the responses he needs in a timely manner. What's it like? Uh, EMP. You like an EMP? Take out all the cell and. To ele- that feels electric. a bit dramatic. Just park a stingray outside or whatever. Just well, put yeah. it next to the event. 
I mean, you can't broadcast it. There seems to be other ways of getting around this than making the guy play naked. Is that the thing that they use in Ocean's Eleven? That's the thing they use in The Matrix to destroy the robots. It's been a while since I've seen The Matrix. Stingray is what, like, current police forces use to, like, disrupt protests and stuff. That's basically kind of what Ocean's used. Yeah. They use the biggest one ever. They use it to knock out the power. Yeah. This would just be, like, cell signals. Okay, okay. Like, if you marched in 2020. Like, just blue. Well, listen, I don't think that that the World uh, Chess Organization is listening to this podcast, but if you are, we all have really good ideas on protecting the integrity of your sport. So just reach out to us. You can follow us on Twitter at at ICF Live. Um, Underscore Live? Probably. Did you find any more information about... ICF Underscore Live. I mean, no, that was... I just... Other than... uh, Mostly I got distracted and stopped. No. They have a lot of charges it's just it's amazing to think that you could cheat like that but then again like i've the boating um competitions i've seen you just kind of out in the water by yourself from this time to this time so you just got time to put weights and fish it's pretty wild i mean they probably do like a rough check of your gear and stuff like check your coolers to make sure you're not like bringing in the fish and stuff like that but i mean if you can we got weights and fish we got weights and fish there we go there we go if you can like fix weights in cars in nascar to like one thirty thousandth of an inch surely you can hide a little five pound weight in a boat yeah no i'm sure you can get the weight in there it's just uh, you never would have thought, and now the, we know there's a lie detector test that goes along with it. So I would love to participate in that. I'm Anyways. sure. Is there someone, <laughs> is What's, there anyone what? we know that from the league that does? Competitive fishing? No, 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 not that. Fishing the lie Raptoring? detector test. It's a pseudoscience. I don't believe in it, but I don't know. Listeners, if any of you have access to a lie detector test, maybe that could be an episode <laughs> yeah. that we do. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Have you ever said something bad about another team on the podcast? (laughs) Yes. 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 Have you ever put weights in fish? Yes. No. (laughs) You say yes to everything and then they don't know. Uh, Yeah. I'm just, I keep, it keeps circling in my Twitter, on my TikTok, is an old, old interview with Elijah Woods when like Lord of the Rings was first coming out, was a big thing, and his friend was interviewing him. He was like, have you worn wigs? Will you wear wigs? When will you wear wigs? Just like Those are the questions. Showing. Yeah. Yeah. So what's new with the league? First active off season. First active off season. Uh, we're gonna have Jordan call in, or we're gonna call Jordan for some updates in a bit. But a brief preview on those updates. One that personally. I've had my hands in a bit is, and Jordan will talk more about this later, so I'm not going to say too much. We are renaming the non-playing team member term to hooligans. Mm. And though hooligans have some negative connotations for causing disruption, we are bringing it back with a lovely acronym um, that Jordan will be telling you later. Um, I am still working with the non-playing team members. I am the empress of hooligan and community supporter development. Um, so in this off season, I'm gonna be working to make the communities that uh, where our teams live uh, more aware so that we can develop a fan culture in the league. I love that. 
Yeah, thanks. Um, and then another huge thing he's going to talk about is uh, another membership option to play in the league or to not play in the league is a level of ownership. Um, I feel like this is personally designed just to sucker me into handing over even more money to this fantastic organization. Um, I was the first owner of a team in the league now because that's how I roll, guys. I got to be the first. Um, but Jordan will talk more about what that means uh, when we call him later. So lots of exciting changes. We have even more stuff than that uh, coming up the pipe, but uh, an active off season. With that, obviously, active podcasting season. Um, so for this episode, we're doing kind of a normal episode. And next episode, you guys, we're bringing back the return of movie reviews. Movie review night. <laughs> per Shelby's request, we will be doing kicking and screaming next. I've never seen it, so I'm excited. Um, yeah, so have you seen it, Shelby? It's been a while. Cool. What, what movie is it? Kicking and Screaming. Yeah, I've seen that movie Cole might be times. Will Ferrell's like biggest Four foot fan. Dervishes. Yeah, I, I've seen it quite a bit too, but it's been a minute, so yeah, it'll be a good watch. Young Sung. Yeah, I don't know what you're. I don't Mike know Ditka? the references. I haven't seen it yet. Mike Ditka. Do you just keep saying Mike Ditka's name <laughs> over, and over? You got you got a uncle versus a nephew game, I mean, but they're the same age. I can't wait. The Pele's World good. Cup ball. It's good. Uh, <laughs> is it the same World Cup ball Phil? that's in uh, just for kicks? Yeah. No. But <laughs> Phil Weston, a.k.a. Will Ferrell, gets addicted to coffee. He's never had okay. coffee before. Okay. okay. We got to we gotta let Carrie oh, watch this Gosh, now I don't need time, to watch it so. at all. Um, I'm going to try to call Jordan now, okay? Only if he can keep it under five minutes because we have to go through my teams. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. At the tone, please record your message. Oh, hello, Jordan. It is uh, Carrie, Carrie Burge, your neighbor from um, from Garfield Park. Uh, you may also know me from Indy City Football. Uh, we have a podcast with Indy City Football, and we're currently recording, um, and we were hoping to get your input on some things uh, that you had specifically requested we call you about. And... Mm, can't get a hold of you, so if you could give us a call back sometime, uh, we'd love to hear about some new changes for the upcoming season. Again, this is Carrie, Carrie Burge. Um, I have red hair, and you may recognize me um, from living just a few doors away from you. Goodbye. I am also having an active off-season in acclimating myself to professional soccer. Now that I've kind of got soccer down in our world, I'd like to stretch my legs a little, so I will be reviewing different Premier League teams, getting some feedback from some of the fans of the teams, and deciding on who I will be backing for perpetuity. This is forever. This is like, you know, you don't really change. I mean, some people do because they're fair weather jerks, but I will be picking a Premier League team for life. So I took some notes on, we're going to do three teams this week. Um, the first one is... Liverpool. At the okay, listeners, Carrie has a whole pad folio out here, a tablet, with all the information of the teams that she's looking at pulled up. Yeah. So be this is good. There's research here. We I usually did, don't do done, research. Oh, I have done research. I told you I'm picking this for life. It's important. Yeah, we. Okay. You've been working on this since the uh, first episode of the season. Yes, and so here is uh, the first team I'm going to be doing is Liverpool. Um. 
The reason I chose Liverpool first is that there are DJ Zach Shorter. A lot of Liverpool fans on Garfield AC. It's a very heavy Liverpool team. Yeah. They're also owned by You can cover that? Is this the team? They have American is, owners. Is it Stan Kroenke? No. Oh. There is another team that's owned mm-hmm. by Stan Kroenke, which spoiler alert has already disqualified them. Mm. Um, okay. Anyways, Liverpool. Here are some pluses for Liverpool. Founded in 1892. That's the same year as Abercrombie and Fitch. I just learned that Sold. from years of staring, staring at that on shirts. Um, as most of you listeners probably know, because you know more about this than me, um, they have a lot of traditions, including a song that's uh, called You'll Never Walk Alone that someone here hates. Jordan. Jordan hates it. Jordan hates it. Um, they have longstanding rivalries with Man United and with Everton. Do you know why they're rivals with Everton? Because of proximity. They're like literally across a river from each other. Yeah. Like, I did my research. So um, Garfield South Side action. You can see. Yeah. You can see outside. You can see it one to the other. So there are just are there just like daily fights in the street? Yeah, people died. Yeah, nineteen in nineteen eighty five. Oh, so sorry. It's okay. Um, so well, it's not okay, but it's okay. <laughs> that you didn't know. It's okay. <laughs> um, it's almost forty years ago. It, they do play uh, they play a derby against each other and it's been referred to as the most ill-disciplined and explosive fixture <laughs> in the Premier League um, I love it their rivalry with Man U stems from the city's competition during the Industrial Revolution um, they were connected by the world's first intercity railway which oh. you start talking about railroads that's a nice way to win me over future reference that's um, a good way to pique any who's your interest yeah i have, have so many of them they crossroads of america baby i have seen on twitter some of their supporters using the term up the reds which yeah. is very much to me like boiler up another plus as a mm. purdue adjacent fan mm. um <clears throat> anyways so they i would not say i've eliminated liverpool yet they're, they've not cracked into what I believe in my mind are already my top three choices, but I haven't eliminated them yet. They're quite good, though. Speaking of teams I've already eliminated, fucking Chelsea. Um, I know a few Chelsea supporters that I don't like. This is where I'll be playing the Chelsea Dagger song. also because it is the goal song of the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, the Chelsea Football Club's nickname is the Blues, which I hate because I love the Blues. Yeah. St. Louis Blue. Oh! St. Louis Blue. Here is something interesting about them. I think we're about to get our first trick or treat here. Holy moly, is it six o'clock? Are we prepared? They have rivalries with neighboring teams, Arsenal and Tottenham, and historic rivalry with Leeds University. (laughs) 
basically, I don't know. That's all I really have to say about Chelsea, other than I've eliminated them already, so it doesn't matter. So oh, good to me. Currently, we have we an adorable SWAT team, a, a kid dressed like a SWAT team member. Truman's worked up. It's just, we're having a good time here. Truman gives the costume a 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10 for Truman. Okay, Cole. Um, the third and final team I will be reviewing today is your very own Aston Villa. Do you want to tell me some things about them, or do you want me to just say some things? They're owned by the same... One of their owners is the same person who owns the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. They have a long history of bringing in Americans to the team. Okay. Um, they won the Champions League. Do you know what year they were founded? Mm-mm. 1874. They're much oh, older. I was guess 64. Yeah, they're one of the oldest teams and one of the most successful, says Wikipedia. Something I love about Aston Villa is that crest. By golly, does it get it. any more handsome? They're changing it? Yeah. How do you <clears throat> feel about that? Kind of sad because I got my tattoo based on the lion and I don't know if they're going to use the lion or not. I'm not using a, a torch and I was like, nothing says Aston Villa like a torch. Then it can double up as like an Indianapolis torch though, if it's similar enough. Mm. So here's something else I love. They should sure. pay for you to get it. I love that up or something. one of their nicknames is the villains. Mm -hmm. But Jeez. spelled a little different. Yeah. But yeah, it's spelled like villains, but without it's, the I. It's like the Hall Villains. It's so cool. Um, they have a fierce and local rivalry with Birmingham City. And Not much of a rivalry. Well, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when they play each other, but Birmingham's yeah. trash. So yeah, they fine. never get a chance to play Villa. Ooh, not very good, but it's definitely fine. better than Birmingham. I also appreciate that their colors are claret with sky blue. Mm, good color names. Um, but basically. Mm. Also the colors of our very near and dear. Southside Soccer Club. I know. It seems like maybe that wasn't a coincidence. Um, but yeah, so they, I love like another team I haven't fully eliminated. I think it would be a little silly if half this podcast or more were Aston Villa people, but it already basically is that way. So we'll just see. Haven't eliminated them. Cole, you get, uh, what's your elevator speech for convincing me? I wouldn't recommend it right now, to be honest with you. Okay. A little bit of Man U stuff going on there. Uh, we're a lot worse than Man U. Oh, when Man U is like, when Man U says like, "Whoa, we're terrible," they're in like eighth. When Villa says, "Oh, we're terrible," we're in like nineteenth. How uh, how do you get relegated? Finish the season in the bottom three. How many teams are there? 29? Twenty nine. <laughs> Twenty. We just had a coach change a few weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it, we're, I have no clue what's going on until the new coach takes over and likely the new coach won't be able to have his stamp on the team until after the World Cup. So right now he's just going to do his thing. Survival, try to not get relegated. Just gets, he can't get relegated for the World Cup, but just like try to get some points and then they'll have like a whole mid-season, pre-season type thing where he can readjust everything and they'll have a whole transfer window. Really Ted Lasso him. Is there any chance that um, Aston Villa would get relegated? Yeah. Like, yeah. when's the last so, time they were relegated, I guess? My freshman year of college, 2014. 2014? And were they down for one year and then came multiple, back up? Multiple. Multiple. Oh, man. They came back in 2019, I think. 
Is this why you told me last week I should try to pick a team that's not in the Premier League but has a chance to move up? Yeah, but you... I would, don't want to. You'd have, I think that's you'd have more game. fun. It's not the game. They could be in the Premier League next year. I mean, you have to look into the Rangers just because of the ties to Indy City Football. I Queens will. Park Rangers. Don't tell me anything yet. We oh. literally just told you the name. <laughs> I know. Queens Park Rangers, that's <laughs> it. Don't tell me. <laughs> Spoilers. Actually, went, I went to watch Queens Park Rangers play on Friday at our pod sponsor, Chiquetti's, at 3 o'clock with um, Pogues Run player Craig Banning, who scored the goal against Upper Downtown that kept them in League One this year. Way to go, buddy. I just love Queens Park Rangers is always abbreviated to QPR, and so I just like to think of it as Queens Pogues Run. Mm. Is QPR there? In- no, Shelby, that is some compelling. <laughs> We're in a championship. You guys, the way I will be selecting a team is like some stuff like that will slowly win me over. So I think I can safely say because of you discouraging it, I have eliminated Aston Villa. So oh, currently, okay. in addition to the ones in my mind, um, we've still got uh, Liverpool has not been eliminated. Goodbye, Chelsea, for so many reasons. Goodbye, Villa. Goodbye, Villa. That's it. That's all we got right now. It's fine. We'll have the next pod. You'll have a few more. Next pod, we'll have a few more. Um, I do still have some that have definitely been eliminated in my mind, but, you know, that could change. Jordan. Hey, how's it going? Whoa, technology. Sorry about that. Jordan, we heard you wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of changes uh, in the upcoming season, specifically the hooligans and owners. Absolutely. So uh, this year, uh, for the very first time, uh, there are four different ways to engage with uh, city football. Um, and so last year, we <clears throat> introduced uh, the concept of non-playing team members, of which Carrie was the very first person to sign up. Uh, and that basically gave you the ability to uh, engage with the team and do everything but the soccer, right? It was a dream. Uh, it, it was a dream. And you had so much fun uh, that we've kind of broken that into uh, a couple different uh, categories. So from the very top, the very first uh, way that you can engage with uh, city football is to be a club owner. Um, and you'll have, you guys will have to go to the website and like, list all the things. But basically there's a, there's a specific... Uh, uh, an exclusive t-shirt that only the club owner gets. Uh, you get a certificate of ownership. Uh, you get um, the ability to make uh, team decisions uh, that only uh, owners can uh, about uh, the club, the direction, the philanthropy. Um, it's basically a, wa- a, a way to engage with the team in a uh, in an influential way. You might think of it like a, like a mini sponsorship almost. Uh, where real you're quick. Yeah. You knew I had to ask, as the first person who signed up to be an owner, do I get any leverage to make that a tank top instead of a special T-shirt? <laughs> well, uh, actually, one of the votes that the owner's group will make is exactly which design of T-shirt. So uh, you're going to have to start uh, wheeling and dealing at, at the uh, over caviar with the rest of the uh, club owners. I have what it takes. <laughs> Go on, though. Tell us the rest. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple models that, uh, that have done uh, this as well. If you guys are familiar with uh, fan of the podcast or podcast fan of John Green, uh, you know, he has close ties with AFC Wimbledon, uh, which is a uh, an all um, 
call it a neighborhood-owned club. Uh, So you can actually be uh, a part of that ownership group there. So it's kind of very similar to that. Uh, Fellow fan of the podcast, uh, Brian Cook, has uh, been involved in in helping develop some of that. Uh, It's just a a cool way to uh, be able to um, have more influence on what the neighborhood outlook looks like, what its impacts are. Still earn points. Uh, you don't. You can be an owner and not play. Uh, you can also be an owner and a player. Um, well, that first so point makes me feel really relaxed because I just started to worry there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have to buy um, some so, shoes. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a that's a way to get involved uh, uh, in your own uh, neighborhood team and, and uh, have a little more influence there. Um, you can. Of course, as you've always been able to do for nine years, uh, you can play for your neighborhood team. We've actually split uh, players into two different categories, um, you know, by rule for the entirety of, of uh, the league's history. Um, you know, there, it, we, we try to have as many uh, neighborhood players as possible, but you do have uh, a number of non-neighborhood players that can come. We are now calling those loaned players. Um, the goal, of course, is to, to uh, if you're represented by a neighborhood, to, uh, you know, adopt a different way that we do it um, in Indy City Football. Like, I know it's fun to play with your friends uh, and people that you get to know, but because we organize by uh, neighborhood, uh, you know, getting to know people that are in a close uh, vicinity to you uh, is an important part of uh, really getting to know your city and your neighborhood in a better way, right? Right. Um, so... So there's uh, there's neighborhood players and there's loan players. The new category, and uh, uh, every British person I've told this to has, has looked at me like I'm a little crazy, uh, but we're, we're calling non-playing team members now hooligans. Um, and there is a little bit of like, uh, like uh, a violent uh, uh, like understanding of that in English, uh, in the English football world, but we're taking that, um, we're taking that term back and a hooligan now is a non-playing team member. And so, again, a super supporter, somebody who can uh, earn points for the team by showing up to the volunteer events, uh, to the social events, basically everything you do uh, without stepping foot on the pitch. Now, Jordan, um, I happen to know this because we've talked offline about it. You made an acronym for what hooligan stands for in this world where we're retaking the term. Do you know it off the top of your head? I don't know it off the top of my head. I have yet to memorize it. Uh, do you Do you have your Slack in front of I you? Actually, I can pull it up. Hooligans. Humans. Out. Organizing. Local involvement. Giving. And neighborhood soccer. Ah, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's man. It's so good. <laughs> I, I, the one thing I do want the listeners to know is my only edit was I wanted to sub out the word out and make it humans ostentatiously organizing local oh. involvement. Because like our goal is to be out there. We're out there doing stuff. Any city football, they know who we are. But That's no, right. I think yours is perfect, Jordan. Uh, you know, credit where credit's due. It was a good idea. Hey, uh, all credit to uh, Josh Mason, who's actually sitting right next to me right now. Uh, he, It was his idea for the, the acronym. Are so. you guys uh, handing out trick-or-treating candy together? We we are on a we're on a trick or treat candy run for Broderpool City, basically. Oh. That's what I'll say about that. Well, we have the uh, cutest little Buzz Lightyear of all time. I'm not even joking. That's our actual. Oh, uh, is, is Cole wearing his 
costume again? Cole is wearing his costume again. Cole is himself, but there's a child. Cole goes as himself. Shelby is the cutest scarecrow ever. Hey, so I, one more thing though before I, before I wrap it up, uh, we uh, we have an additional category, and that is uh, just called supporters. And you can sign up on the on the website. It doesn't cost you a thing, but it gets you uh, involved in your neighborhood uh, area, and it's a way to like feel involved to support the team to, to get news about uh, uh, your team and that sort of thing uh, without you know having to show up and, uh, and do all the things uh, so even if you are a super busy let's say a person who lives in Garfield Park and can't go to any of the games or after parties you can still be involved and, and see what's going on and help support uh, your neighborhood team so right. uh, go check it out Jordan, spoiler alert, I, as you know, orchestrated a neighborhood trash cleanup this weekend. That's right. And I was talking to some of our um, more retired, I would say, neighbors, um, <laughs> semi-retired, retired, um, just about it. And they are all in. They didn't know that we have a neighborhood club they could support. And I think that um, there's a lot of work I have to do in the off season because this has become my pet project. But I think it will be just a really lovely way for us to bring the community to some of the stuff we're doing. Uh, we always, you know, the community comes, we go out in the community, and now we're going to bring the community in a little bit, too. Right. And so I, I think that's one of the things that I, I just want to reemphasize uh, as well. You know, we're actually doing a lot of work this year uh, to get closer to that core mission of, uh, you know, players representing their neighborhoods and that sort of thing. And so, you know, that that might be a little difficult for some, some folks who maybe played for uh, a team in a neighborhood they've moved from or something like uh, you know, something like that or maybe aren't represented. Uh, but we're really trying to get people to, to sign up um, as close geographically as possible because the amount of effort uh, and events uh, and ways to, like, uh, connect with new folks in your area is, is going to be a lot more uh, than has ever been. Um, and helping us do that uh, is something that we're asking everybody uh, to do. Um, I will say uh, that uh, you can, if you are a returning player, and I assume that everyone who listens to the podcast uh, is uh, in some way, uh, you can now sign up uh, and you're going to start seeing public, uh, uh, you know, push it, pushes for, uh, for sign up. Uh, here in, in the coming week. Uh, and so if you, you want to make sure to get your spot for next year. Yeah, uh, can you talk a little bit more about that? Because that's something I've been trying to tell to some some of my people. You know, it isn't an infinite yeah. amount of space, right? Right, right. So, and that's one of the things that we're trying to solve, right? Uh, we can only have so many players on the field. Uh, and so, like, if, you, if you're somebody who wants to play, uh, you really should, and, and you're a returning player, you really should sign up as soon as possible. Um, because there's a limited number of players. There is an unlimited number of like owners and hooligans and supporters, uh, so you can still engage in those ways. But if you're wanting to get on the pitch, uh, now is the time uh, to do so. And uh, so what yeah. I'm hearing here, just I'm doing my own version of FAQs. Um, yeah. So uh, what does that mean for the legendary three-game sub position? <sighs> Yes, um, we. I have to say, we are currently uh, don't have a decision on that. Okay, cool. Well, it's largely largely going to be because uh, this is an experiment, right? So, it's uh, normally you can't sign up until the end of March, 
And now we're, you know, it's the end of October uh, and we're allowing sign up in the off season for the very first time. So we're going to see how that works out and see uh, what sort of challenges that, that solves or brings up. Uh, and we'll make a decision based on uh, how engaged people are. Um, so TBD, there's going to be, you know, this is our very first off season. So it's, uh, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be way more fluid than, say, the, the second time around that we do it. Um, and, you know, the, this entire league has largely been built on uh, feedback and engagement of people in it, right? Um, and so uh, we, we like to, to approach it in a way where we'll try something new, and if it fails, like, no big deal. We won't do it again. Um, but uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get some good, good answers about um, how to uh, deal with some of the, those long-term the roster issues that come from a you know, 12-week season, right? Right. So. Well, Jordan, thank you. Really good updates. Um, you missed it because you are not listening, but the next movie we'll be reviewing for the off-season soccer movie-wise is Kicking and Screaming. So <laughs> we'd like to extend an invite to you to be part of that if you want. Um, we'll be watching it separately or together. We've decided and convening. We might play with the format. Who knows? Uh, but just keep that. Josh... Josh Mason, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Two things, one hi. Um, hi. <laughs> second, do you have a favorite Premier League team? I do. What is it? It's Manchester United. Cool. Well, we'll have you on the podcast, I think, when we uh, review that team for my potential future diehard fandom. I, I like this. So stay posted on that stuff, okay? And uh, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. You want a cat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like some weird trick-or-treat thing. That <laughs> no, we're working our way through the already planned um, itinerary for the evening. You should literally, like the next kid that goes up, say trick or cat. And the kid, of course, is going to take the cat, right? No, I, I thought about just dumping the, the cat inside a candy bag and saying, best of luck. <laughs> Them's the rules. No take backs. <laughs> hey, you guys, you you guys convinced the shadow commissioner to uh, to bring in a cat, and we'll we'll take it. But uh, I have been unsuccessful thus far, and we all know where the power lies. So, all right. Well, we'll keep working right. on that. Thank you guys. It was good Thank to be you. with you. I see Bye, you. Buddy. Bye, buddy. See you guys. Bye. Now, Jason, you mentioned yeah. a cat, and that was definitely something we wanted to talk What's about. What's up tonight. with that? <laughs> the cat. What's up with that? So. So I have a cat. I have four cats at home. Um, I don't think I was supposed to ever mention how many I had, but... Uh, hashtag four cat household. Yeah. I grew up with four cats. I don't As you know, have I cats, have four cats currently yeah. also. Yeah, a lot of people I was talking to uh, has four cats, but... Four uh, seems to be a pretty, like, well, I can universal cat. four cats. Cole is, like, deathly allergic. Yeah. Cole, like, has to go inside in my house for 10 seconds and then leave. Cole can't be physically gotcha. inside my house. I got you. Anyway. And we have HEPA filters. Um, we have... We got a wolf coming and a little... I don't know what this little friend is. I don't know. It's There's some cute stuff I bet happening. they want a cat. <laughs> ask them. No. Okay, everyone. so Jason, so, you found this cat. So a friend a of yours found a cat. I found a cat. You found it. I found a cat. It was very friendly. It definitely is a stray in our neighborhood. It went off the road. So we took it to work. I tried to find people to... Take this kitty. I have held it every day. I feed it. I've socialized it. 
we've uh, got it fixed. He is um, flea-bassed and vaccinated. Shelby's pregnancy hormones are hitting hard right now. He, uh, and there's cats. There's cute kids. He, uh, <laughs> he runs alongside you. If you're walking along, he will follow you. So I'm it's pretty sure you could uh, walk this cat. And, Does he uh, have a name? I've attempted not to name the little guy because I okay. do not want to keep oh, man. little guy. But I've called him <laughs> little guy and bud and hey, you buddy. You think he's about a year old, right? Close. Yeah. You guys, this is an incredible opportunity. Free cat with all of the work that's been done. It's cute as a button. It looks like a short-haired version of the apple of my eye, our little mm -hmm. chubby Fiona. Um, and He's a friendly little guy. I've held him. I can hold him. He doesn't make a mess. I he think that like, I'm calling it now. I'm not even getting permission from the commissioner. Whichever team has a member that adopts this specific cat, Ooh. it's an automatic plus one volunteer point. Yeah. You get one point for volunteering this cat. See, if we for were volunteering for adopting this cat, and Cole Carrie, hates this idea. If we were going to be at uh, on your porch, Carrie, yeah. this cat would have been with us. We would have put it in the... I would have been trying to... Every person to come up, I would have been trying to. But knowing that we could The Undertaker just drove by on a very long bike. I saw that. That was wild. Um, so as you know, we on my porch have a cat condo, mm -hmm. which we once rescued a cat from the engine of a car of two old Speedway City members. Mm -hmm. um, and we kept Porch Cat in the cat condo. It's a two-story, three-story cat condo that's on our porch. We kept it in there for two weeks while we found its owner. And I got it to the vet. I got it fixed. I got all of its shots. And then we found a nice home for it. Yeah. So I'm saying it wouldn't be the worst idea, but also please do not do it. Put my cat in your cat condo? Yeah. I can do that. No, please do not do it is what I'm saying. It's um, getting cold. It was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, Indy City Football, uh, your chance to own an actual mascot of the team, of the podcast. We could even have a naming competition among the league. Um, this could be the – Jordan's always wanted a kid named after him, so we just named the cat <laughs> after Jordan and say we, – we, we do have our son named, and it is not Jordan. It's not Jordan. <laughs> I thought it was Chastain. Which you, we'll get more. We'll get more to that later after I leave to go uh, give out candy. But, um, anyways, if you have been thinking about getting a cat, if you've never thought about it, but you're hearing this and you want an already freaking awesome cat that you know is going to be pretty dope to have, it's cute as a button. I tweeted it earlier. I think Indy City Football you, also did. Um, and this is coming out. from two people who totally own eight cats between yeah. us. Yeah, so. uh, Jason and I collectively own eight cats in our two households. We know a um, thing or two about cats. This is a good we, cat. In our households, the cats outnumber the humans two to one. Yes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but it's a, it's a great cat. Someone should take it. If you've never owned a cat, um, they're better than you think is what I would say. I know some hmm. people, we have quoted Cole once. Cats, better one, than you think. One, one of Cole's, <laughs> Cole's all-time iconic, I think, podcast moments was when he said, I couldn't give a shit about a single cat. <laughs> But some of us do. And even if you don't, they might win you over. Um, I also love dogs. I love possums. I once cried because Andrew wouldn't let me bring a possum inside because I wanted to protect it. It was the most maternal instinct I've ever felt in my life was wanting to protect this possum. That there was she goes again. Part. Look at her. <laughs> I just love them so much. They don't fight back. 
they just played dead. This podcast like, is off the rails. Cute little pacifists. More than half of the pod squad has tears coming out of their eyes at this moment. <laughs> I love possums. Okay, well, I think I have to go home now and give children treats. But uh, do call me for the bachelor recap. Okay, I can. Why don't right. you just do it right now? You don't want to do a twenty second right now? Sure, we can do it right now and just see what happens. Okay, so I actually haven't been watching for the last uh, four episodes, but I have been following it closely on my group me with all of my girls that I watch it with normally. Here's what happened is they separated the women that were already on the island with the guys or the beach, not an island, and they put them in hotels and then they brought new women in to see if the guys who'd already established relationships would take the bait. And some of them did, but some of them didn't. And then they reunited and they also introduced the girls to new guys. And so it's just like a cacophony of just hot people on a beach and actually um uh, some of them are forming lasting relationships and i don't know what's going to happen tonight on the new episode all right thank you carrie thank you pod squad love you all sorry i got a ditch again even though it was my idea to record tonight i'll take ownership of that Cole Shelby, thank you for your input on your Premier League team of choice. Jason, thank you for showing up in that incredible Penske jacket and showing us the national treasure that you bought at the FFA. Mm -hmm. Truman, you're inside, but thanks for being adorable and showing me your dinosaur toy. Children of South Garfield Park, thanks for being cute. How many of these are you going to see at your house now? Probably a lot of them. You think so? You think no, you're I don't think it's south? A, most of the people that come to like our house don't live in the neighborhood. I haven't seen any of these people in my life. Like, well, except for your neighbor. Yeah, the one. So Grant. Well, we have a lot of cars park like on our street, and then I think we get a lot of Bean Creekers. Those Bean Creekers. Oh my gosh! I thought this was a dinosaur westernmost border really of far away. Garfield. This kid is dressed Sarah up Shank. as a balloon animal. A massive balloon Oh, my dog. God. Way to go. Wow. wow. All right. CB okay. out. Bye, guys. Bye. So since you're stuck there, you want to get into racing now? <laughs> Is there more? We should talk about soccer stuff before we jump into this. The um, soccer in the United States is wrapping up. The finals has been set for MLS. Is uh, the union in it? Yep. So the what, union, a, let's, what a year for Philly sports teams. Philly's doing great right now. So Philadelphia Union. Yeah, the Eagles are killing it. Phillies are in the World Series. But Union's in the... Yeah, MLS Ch- Cup. Um, so yesterday, Philadelphia Union played in the Eastern Conference Finals against NYCFC. Uh, NYCFC is the, NYCFC is the um, reigning MLS champs. And they went up 1-0 early in the second half. Philly made a sub. And within five minutes was up 2-1 and then ended up scoring again and went went up 3-1. So Philly came back. Philly has been a very, very good team for a long time. Um, They are a team that is coached by, uh, I believe his name is Jim Curtin. They are coached by Jim Curtin. And... um, Jimothy is going to be the future um, 
men's national team coach. So this is a name we should all be familiar with. He is probably right up there with Jesse Marsh as being the most likely to lead the United States in the World Cup 2026. Um, so he's a name we should get familiar with. He's done an amazing job. Philly has, for the longest time, been a very, very uh, – the team that doesn't spend much money. Mm-hmm. They've invested all their extra money into homegrown uh, people, uh, academy players. Academy players are coming up and doing amazing, one of them being Brandon Aronson, plays for Leeds United, another one being Mark McKenzie, plays for Genk, who is going – they're both will be on the World Cup roster this year from this Philadelphia Union Academy. So in the finals, they will be playing LAFC, who is the Sporter Shield champions. Um, it's been a long time, and I don't know if it's ever been done if it, for an MLS team that's won the Sporter Shield to actually go on and win an MLS Cup. It's just like a curse. Um, so LAFC beat Austin 3-0 in LA, um, and Gareth Bale did not play. Um, so the idea of him getting all this all these reps so he could play in get ready for the world cup is not actually happening. Um, but they are coached by Steve Trundolo, famous U S men's national team player. Um, and he has done an amazing job. He's also another person who could likely be a U.S. men's national team coach one day. Um, but this is his first season taking over for Bob Bradley, who went to Toronto, um, and has led them to the, uh, host MLS Cup Finals this this Saturday. So it'll be the, by far the best two teams in MLS will be playing each other in the finals. So be very excited to see what that how that shakes out. When can you watch that game? Saturday, November 5th at 4 p.m. on Fox. And then in our in not so Indy 11 news, but kind of Indy 11 news, USL Championship is now in the semifinals. So we have in the Eastern Conference semifinals, we have Louisville City, known most for the chant that says "fuck Louisville City," in the finals for in the Eastern Eastern Conference Finals for the eighth straight time, I believe. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, playing against Tampa Bay Rowdies. Okay. Who's another very good team? I think those are the one and two seeds. Maybe not one and two. They were like one and three, something like that. But Tampa Bay is very very good. So they'll be playing Saturday, November fifth, in the finals. We have, and then the other Western Conference Finals we have. San Antonio FC versus Colorado Switchbacks FC. Um, that is going to be Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Weird situation if if San Antonio and Louisville get into the finals. We would, Indy 11, at the very end of the season, beat both of them in, in the span of like four days. Yeah, that's right. So it would be wild for hosts like Indy 11 kind of came on at the end of the season, knocked off both his teams, then one of them's the likely champion. to go on to win. Yeah. That would be kind of crazy. So that's, I mean, that's kind of wraps up soccer in the U.S. We have World Cup starting in 21 days from now. Yep, which we will be doing, and we will announce maybe next week a little bit more concrete news on our watch parties and podcast watch parties and all kinds of stuff for the World Cup. Very excited about that. Come make memories with um, us. Are we moving on now to what everyone's been waiting for so patiently to hear us talk about? The Mexico City Grand Prix Formula One. Sure. Yeah, we can do that if you want to. I didn't watch it. I didn't uh, watch the Texas one either. Max won again. Oh yeah. Okay. 
There you go. It's not like there's anything. Uh, so let's start Saturday night racing. What happened in the Xfinity series? Well, you had the uh, last race at Mar the last race before the championship in Mar Martinsville, the last race yeah. of the round of eight. And uh, for everyone, I'm sure who knows Martinsville is the, known as the paper clip. Very long straightaways, very tight turns, and um, yeah, I think there was uh, two teammates, Brandon Jones and Ty Gibbs. Uh, Jones got into Ty and kind of pushed him up, and then there was a caution, and then uh, Ty was behind Brandon and just ran into him, spun him out, and uh, won the race, but knocked his teammate out of a chance to win the championship. So now the championship next week in Phoenix is going to be three of the Dale Jr. Um, owned teams and Ty Gibbs, where it could have been two and two. So um, interesting because um, Brandon Jones next year is leaving Gibbs and going to Junior Motorsports. And Ty, when asked about how he felt about being booed at the end, he said, even Jesus Christ was booed in his time. Mm -hmm. I just need to keep doing my thing and the people will eventually love me. Um, not the best look to compare no. yourself to Jesus Christ. No, no. Um, but he stood by it. He didn't. He didn't back down. So, even when his uh, when his team and his dads even come out and said it was not the way we want to be winning races. So, I didn't watch the NASCAR race, the Cup race. Oh wow! Um, I looked up the replays because when Shelby texted the group, just Chastain. I was uh, very intrigued to see what would have been happening in the Cup race. So basically, what happened? Going into this, the only person who was a lock was Joey Logano because he had won a race during the round of four. And then... Um, and Cole, I've watched this replay so many times, it still does not look real. Yeah, like a hundred times. Yeah, me too. Um, so then it was about like wood, um, like came down to the very end, Denny needed... Or Chastain had to be within four spots of Denny. Mm -hmm. And Denny won stage one and two. Because if we go back just a little bit more, I'm sorry. Um, you said Logano was locked. And the leader of the race at the time, um, who was... Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell. If, when he, if he wins, he's locked into mm -hmm. that other spot. And then there's Chase Elliott. And then Logano is in fourth with Ross Chastain in fifth, and they're separated by two points. And Hamlin. But Hamlin, Hamlin and... Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Hamlin. So Ross did not have a great car on the day. He had trouble, like, keeping up. At one point, I think he was struggling to maybe get lapped. Basically, Ross did what's being called the Hail Melon. <laughs> um, and he... he Going into the last lap, the white flag of the race, Bell is leading... Um, Denny Hamlin is sitting in fifth and Ross Chastain's, Ross Chastain's in, in 10th. Yep. And he needed to pass like two people and, and it's a short, it's a short track, it's like 20 seconds around to pass two people in 20 seconds. And is, there was no one necessarily close to him. Not even for him to like bump to away, pass. nothing like that. So, and he desperately needed, a, I mean, the surefire way was to get in front of Denny and there's only half a lap left at this point when, if you want to take it. You can take it, but I know he drops it into fifth gear and doesn't attempt to turn the car. He, no, he intentionally ran into the wall right uh -huh. right as it was about to make the turn, 
and just hammered it. This video is unreal. It looks like it's sped up. He is going so fast around the track. He actually um, has a better speed than the qualifying earlier that day. It's the fastest lap in Martinsville history. Unofficially, yes. Yeah. It's official. Well, they don't count records that way, but yes. Yeah. Oh, they do not? No, it's only during like qualifying that they will do ah. the records. So, But... Still, though, he, he hammered it past five yeah. people, ended up passing Including Denny, passing Denny and locked him, locked himself in to that last four. He needed to pass two people in half a lap. He ended up passing five. Yeah. And and popped right out there next to, to Denny right before the start finish line and passing him, which he had enough, even if he didn't get past him. But if you have not seen this clip it was the number one on sports center top 10 yes. today if they talked about it on pat fan. mcafee show yeah. like everybody's talking about this this if is if you have the- not seen it it is worth taking a look there's also in-car camera from ross's car with his radio where the crew chief is just telling him you need to half a lap and you can just hear the car go to that extra gear and that impact into the turn just to guide him around to the front stretch it was never insane. seen any nothing never has happened anything like that before and then he said he learned that play by playing nascar 2005 on the gamecube mm-hmm. which is a game that i also no joke probably played 200 hours on yeah. uh one of my favorite games of all time so on the gamecube but and, it, it's uh, it's a last lap thing his car was ruined yeah, he couldn't drive anymore. No, so that is a last lap so now you know people are worried about next year but also when you leave a turn and go into a straightaway in NASCAR, you typically leave the turn at the bottom and then go right to the top. No one, no one in front of him went to the top. Not none of them. No. Anyone had have gone to the top, they would have he would have ran into the back of them and it wouldn't have worked. It, w- it was a once in a like it, like there's a like yeah. So many things had to go right for him because he could have gotten halfway through the wall and popped off. Yeah. Hit a crack like the, it wouldn't have been flush. Like he rode the wall for two full turns. There's like so much stuff had to go on just right for him to do that. Do we do we even count Martinsville as having four turns? I just think it's just two turns and two straightaways. There's no like There's no difference, but yeah, it's still a four turn. It's crazy. So that was fantastic. That was great. But in my hopes of keeping this under half an hour, I think we're about probably forty five minutes worth of stuff. I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, so what you'll see, announcements about Moot Watch Party, announcements about World Cup watching. Yes. U.S. will play Wales on, I believe, the 20th. Day. Is it the day? Oh, we play, who do we play the day after Thanksgiving? England. England. That will be a good matchup. Which my family tried to do Thanksgiving on Friday, and I said, no, I have plans. <laughs> I'm not shopping. I am watching U.S. England. Yeah. So... This has been Indy City Football Live, another episode. Uh, we will be back next week, right? Back soon. Soon. Hey, well, yeah, let's not let's not make this a permanent thing. Let's just, uh, you know, we, when we're, we're out, we're, we're out. We're be active. Yeah. But we're, we're working around our life. We all, sure. We all have, we've all filled, a lot of us have filled the hole that was created after the lot, like the season yeah. ended. So now we all got things going on. Carrie's movie clubs and all this stuff she's busy planning weddings and shit like that so she's out here doing a lot of stuff so 
And I'm sure all of our listeners are the same way. You're, so getting, you're getting real busy with work. Shelby like, and I are, Shelby's, gro- Shelby's growing a baby. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot going on, but we'll be yeah. back soon. We're very yeah. excited for you guys to hear this. We're very excited to see Still you soon. Still be here, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Cole, uh, for Shelby and Carrie, who both had to step away. Thank you. Have a good night. We will see you whenever, or you'll hear from us at some point. Watch Kicking and Screaming within the next couple weeks, and you can follow along with us on our movie review. Bye. Bye. It's a beautiful This episode of Indy City Football Live is brought to you by Turketti's in Indianapolis. Turketti's, nobody beats our meats. Once the 87th most popular U.S. soccer podcast for one day in July 2022, this show is brought to you by an all-star cast of Indianapolis Super Volunteers. Executive producer, host, engineer, and editor, Jason Racefan Chisholm. Executive producer, show host, porch host, and bachelorette expert in residence, Carrie Slow Hockey on Grass Burge. Assistant to the producers, league analyst, and vice shadow commissioner, Cole For the Bush Street. Manager of the assistant to the producers and owner of the first legit city football tattoo, Shelby, that's really her name, Street. Executive producer, occasional interviewer, and league commissioner, Jordan, the ghost of Smoke Mountain Updike. Along with these Hoosiers and a litany of partners, sponsors, players, and random people who walked into the studio because they saw us on Twitter, this has been Indy City Football Live, created by the Pod Squad and brought to you by Turketti. Thank you, have a good night, be a good neighbor.